The best investment I've made in my lifetime is a $250 bottle of whiskey. Pappy Van Winkle. I bought it in 09 and uh, just put it on a shelf and forgot about it. I realized uh, in 2021 that it was probably worth something. So I looked it up and I found out that it was worth about $12,500. I celebrated in that thought. And then I learned uh, just this January that the same bottle made the same year. Yeah, there's an engraved date on it was auctioned off at Sotheby's for $52,000. I have a new interest in whiskey. I want to share it with you, and I want to show, share you how I'm going to make it a part of my investment portfolio and how I think you should as well. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. I know from my past investment experience, the real key to making uh, money in the stock market or in any investment market is in to recognize a value, an asset that has that the market has not recognized a future value. I also know that from my experience that if you can get in an get into an asset that actually diminishes in quantity as time goes on, such as automobiles and art, uh, that you're your, the value is going to go up. This is a quality of investing in whiskey. The, the, the industry has grown substantially over the couple, last couple of years with a great focus on bourbons and now a focus moving on rum, but it was preceded by single malt um, whiskeys in Scotland. And some of those go for a, uh, as much as a million dollars. Why is that? Because they age them. They age them in the barrel, such as my Pappy Van Winkle was aged for 23 years. When it started, uh, it was a 50-gallon um, drum or barrel, oak barrel, but over the 23 years it spent in the, in the, uh, the cask, in, in, the, in the barrel, it evaporated. Roughly, um, it, it evaporated from 50 gallons down to five. So there's a limited quantity that is made. It's estimated from my readings that of my bottle, there were 3,000 made. The reality is some of them are going to be drank. And probably that that number is now down from 3,000 to something like 300, and it will continue to go down. And as it go, as the quantity goes down, the value of mine goes up. And as I said, it's now valued at uh, roughly fifty thousand, fifty-two thousand dollars. Let me show you, in fact, the path that my Pappy Van Winkle went on. As you can see, I estimated that it grew at a rate of about thirty-five percent for the first no couple of year or number of years, and then it had a spike of about 320%. Why is that? I suspect that this that was set up. I suspect that two guys went to Sotheby's and bid against each other to get that price up. Is that real? They have whether it's real or not, I don't care, but they have set the mark for my whiskey. Now, I shared with this 
on my Facebook page, and Doug wrote me. Doug is a friend of my son's. Doug shared with me that back in uh, 2007, he, he had a interest in a whiskey by the name of A.H. Hirsch, and he went out and he bought a bottle of it for about $99. And then he did some more research. He was traveling, and he found a case of it in New York City for about the same price. And he put, like me, put it on a shelf and didn't worry about it. That $99 bottle, he tells me, and I confirmed it on the internet, is worth just under or around $8,000. He has a case of it. I asked him, I said, do you still have it? He says, uh-uh, I have some of it, but some of it went to pay for my, my daughter's college education. So from that, I look at that. I look at the, the uh, price that went up on my Pappy Van Winkle and the price that went up on his A.H. Hirsch. And I say that if you buy the right bottle, this is going to grow at a rate of about 30 to 31%. And I believe that's conservative. And the reason I believe it's conservative is the world is just waking up to this. Specifically, the world outside of Scotland and the United States. Scotland's been doing this with their single barrel uh, malt whiskeys for, or the scotch for, for years. They, 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 they lead the pack in the, in the price achievements. And we can talk about that another time. But what interests me is the most expensive bottle of a whiskey that I can find is a Japanese bottle. Here's what it looks like. Um, that's, that's an $800,000 bottle of whiskey. Now, what I also in my research have come to learn is there is a growing interest, a, a fervor growing in Asia, in specific in India and in China. The wealthy or those who want to be wealthy are recognizing that this is a category that needs to be in their investment portfolio right alongside their stocks, their automobiles, and their art. And where you can get a parallel to this is in the automobiles in art. My wife, her first car was a 64 and a half um, uh, Mustang convertible, British racing green. We didn't keep it because the doors kept flying open because of well, the body was the way it was built. Uh, and we had children. But if she had saved that car, that car, I don't know what it would be worth. I haven't looked at it. My son was gifted uh, a week after he was born, a 69 Corvette, um, and he still has it. That Corvette was bought for $3,500 in 1969. Today in California, that car would sell for somewhere around fifty dollars to $60,000. So and why is that? There aren't that many of them left. It's like someone told me when the new Corvettes came out, you go and you get you get a limited edition one, and then you park it in your garage. And they only make 300 of them. And within three years, there's less than 100 of them left. And I said, what do you mean by that? He said, the reality is that 200 of them will be crashed or damaged such that they don't hold value. If you keep yours in the garage and keep it 
uh, tuned up, and but don't put miles on it. All it does is go up in price. And if, in fact, you can get the, the serial number in a low number of those that are made out, it just escalates more. Why? Because of limited quantity. So I am going to make a commitment that I'm going to build in cost basis a portfolio of liquors. It won't be more than 5% of my overall portfolio. And it's something that I'm actually not doing for myself. I'm doing it for those who follow me because I will not live to see the the potential value. I will not live to see Pappy Van Winkle reach a million dollars for the bottle. It's now, as I say, about 50,000. But it will reach a million dollars, probably before uh, Bitcoin ever does. It'll probably get to the $100,000 before Bitcoin does. So that's what I want to do. Now, what I said to myself, how can I better my position in this? And I realized I have to study. I have to read. I have to come to an understanding. So what I'm going to do is continue my reading as I have been, and then I'm going to write a book. I'm I'm not going to sell the book. I'm going to entice you with the book. That is to say, it's going to be an ebook and I'm going to give it to you. Why do I want to give you an ebook? Because I want to build a community. I have one brain. I have one I have one life. I only have so much time. So what I want to do is find you who says hey, I'd be interested in making 5% of my portfolio out of uh, bourbons and, and, and scotch and rum and, and build an asset of this kind, okay? So what I'm going to do is teach you And then I'm going to build that community, and I'm going to probably create a Discord. And I'm going to ask you to come to the Discord and share your experience. What's happening in in the bourbon market in Ohio, in California, in, in, in Texas? And if I bring all this together... We can learn from each other. And the reason I'm doing this is because such a community does not exist. I've gone to Discord. I've searched. Is there a community that I can, I can uh, become a member of? No, there is not. So I said what I always say. Well, then build it yourself, Carrie. So that's what I'm going to do. Now, I do belong to a Facebook club uh, or, or group. And what they're basically interested in is not so much investing, but in tasting, okay? They want to compare what the taste of this is to this is. I don't care. I honestly don't care. I like Knob Creek. I like Jim Beam. That, those will probably be my drinks of choice, but I am not going to take a bottle and, and spend like I did on a Irish whiskey, Middleton's. I'm not going to spend three hundred and eighty dollars uh, and and then um, drink that bottle because I I know from my readings a similar bottle bought back in nineteen uh, I believe it was ninety eight auctioned off for thirty six thousand dollars. So. I'm going to keep my $381 bottle of Middleton's set on the side and and wait for it to appreciate in value and consider it a part of my investment. Now, the beauty of this investment 
that distinguishes it from any other investment that I have is it is not volatile. I do not have to wake up and find out that my my uh, Pappy Van Winkle lost 20% of its value today because of whatever. I don't have to do that. It is an appreciable asset that has limited quantity and diminishing quantity. That's right. How do I know that? Because I I asked Rebecca once. Rebecca is a friend of Nita's. I said, do you know what Pappy Van Winkle she is? She said, yeah, I do. Um, in fact, we used to have a bottle. I said, what do you mean you used to have a bottle? She said, well, I I made a, a dessert of some sort, and it called for some whiskey. So I used our Pappy Van Winkle. <laughs> wow, that just made my bottle more valuable. That's the world this is in. That it is not as recognizable of a valued asset as a 69 Corvette or as a share of Amazon stock. It's not recognized. So every once in a while, somebody makes a mistake and empties the bottle and increases the value of my bottle. Now, there is some risk in that because all you got to do to go is go to eBay and you will find that you can buy a empty bottle of Pappy Van Winkle for $150. Well, now, why would you want to do that? Because you're going to break it, bring it home and pour some Jim Beam into it and then see that cap and sell it to somebody who thinks they're buying a real bottle of Pappy Van Winkle. That is a part of the business. So how, how do I protect myself from that? I have a community. I have a community that we see these things, we learn from each other, and we share our knowledge. So that's what I want to do for you. That's what I want to do as an investment. I'm going to, I'm going to put a link and in uh, that link is going to be to a, a email. You give me your email address and your name and tell me that you are interested in getting my free ebook when I get it done. What I want to know, is there an interest in this? Is there a community that can be built that we can work together to become the Wall Street of of the uh, of the bourbon industry there is a tremendous uh amount of knowledge around the scottish um uh, single malt liquors that that doesn't exist that i can thus far find around bourbons around rums and about around uh, tequila is another one that is just exploding i don't know though that tequila can stay in the bottle as long as bourbons and scotches can as my understanding is you can you can have a bottle of bourbon that is 200 years of age and it hasn't gone bad on you and if it's if it's kept in it in the right surroundings it doesn't evaporate in that glass bottle and it doesn't have a cork that it leaks through so this is to me a perfect investment i want to know from you go to the link send me uh, your name and your email address and we'll build this community and we'll become some movers and shakers in the whiskey business let's explore this further in the future (music) 